In this episode, we're going to talk about situational awareness, some of the things you can do to proactively work on your situational awareness, how to improve your other senses, how to understand the situations why you can't always be situation aware and it makes sense, what we can learn from other people, better ways to pay attention, what we need to pay attention to. We can really ask ourselves some questions based on things I'm going to talk about to figure out, are we really that good at it in the first place and doesn't even matter all the time. So situational awareness, that's what we're going to talk about right here on Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight. I think the biggest issue I see with anybody who talks about situational awareness is sometimes it comes across as you're not doing it good enough because you should be situationally aware all the time. You should have the capability of turning it on and off at certain levels based on threats or concerns or the situation you're in. And that's not always fair or accurate. There's a basic rule in one of the places I learned about situational awareness, and it's called 6 and 24. We'll call it that. What that means is most people, most of the time, aren't paying attention to anything unless it's in a bubble of 6 to 24 inches from their person. And it makes sense if we really think about it. Within six inches of your body, what do you really pay attention to? Unless the wind blows really hard or the rain hits you, you don't notice it. Unless the bug lands on you and it's noticeable, there's a lot of things that happen within six inches of our body we just don't pay attention to, nor do we care about it. Not to mention when we walk through our house and areas and the way we naturally move over time, we often pass by objects within a few inches. And because we don't hit them and get them around them, we don't pay attention to them. And most of the time when we see them, even if it's not conscious and we're going to navigate around them, we see them when they're outside of that 24-inch bubble. Think about all the people on their phones. I mean, that should be a given. What about people driving their cars? Most people that drive their cars are still aren't paying attention to anything outside of 6 or 24 inches. Ask yourself this. When you drive somewhere, how many times do you check your mirrors? I've done it as an experiment where I was driving to Tucson, which to get there is about an hour and 15 minutes. So about 15 minutes up the road, when I was an hour away, just driving down the headway, heading towards the Border Patrol checkpoint, I was counting every time I naturally checked the mirrors and what I'm doing it for. I reached 50 long before I got to the Border Patrol checkpoint, and there's no way I was going to keep counting because I was going to be in the hundreds once I got on the freeway, and I do that in the city too. Most people don't check their mirrors that often. They're not paying attention. Think about the person you see walking down the street or the kids engrossed in things in the grocery store. What about people on their tablets? How about watching a movie or in a movie theater? Maybe when you're at dinner on a date in a restaurant or you're having a meeting. There's plenty of reasons why you're not always going to be situation aware and they're considered acceptable and they're probably okay to do so. Even when I'm on a date, if I'm paying attention to things around me, I'm still paying attention to that other person. I can't constantly pay attention to things around me. And I also have to make sure that I don't do it so much that they feel like they're being ignored. Even if they don't actively see it, they pick up on it. So it's very difficult. Think about the guy that works in a machine shop, works with big machines, wearing safety gear and glasses, cutting wood and metal or welding. They have to pay attention to things within 6 to 24 inches all the time. That's actually the best thing for them. Are they going to miss and see things around them? Probably, unless there's something noticeable that stands out, like they're welding and all of a sudden somebody knocks over some piece of rebar or whatever and it makes a loud sound. Then they notice it because it stands out. Which is why we're trying not to stand out But more importantly, we're trying to figure out when's the acceptable time. Well, that's something you have to ask yourself. But if anybody tells you there's situation where all the time and pay attention to everything around them, it's actually impossible. They don't know what they're talking about. And that's definitely not the case. There are times we need to pay attention to things within that few inch window, even if it's only for a few seconds. 
And then there's times where we can't pay attention to that. We have to pay attention to other things. So one of the things we can do is be proactive about what we're doing. So think about a cop. I know some cops. I haven't had too many long conversations with them, but we've discussed things like, what are you proactively paying attention to when you're on the job? So they're in uniform. They're in a vehicle on patrol. This is now their job. They are forced into a position by their, by choice, but they're being forced. They're consciously making the effort, being proactive to follow steps of situational awareness. Now, over time, they pick up enough of that that when they're not on duty, they definitely can do some of it naturally, but they're probably not doing as much of it all the time when they're driving around town with their families they are when they're driving around town in their cruiser. But what do they look for? They look for things like the way people behave, where their hands are. Does this person fit? Are those out-of-state license plates? Are the tags not good? Is there something about that vehicle? Does it match a description? They have things they actively have to do to search and look for things as part of law enforcement. That's part of their situational awareness. And then you can get into all the things that happen on a traffic stop or interaction with any person. So that's a little bit different. But we can take that same idea and start looking at other people. Instead of trying to figure out what you should be paying attention to and figure out how to do it, just take your time, no matter what you're doing at any given time. If you can only do it for five minutes, if you can only do it for a minute at a red light, if you can only do it for a few seconds while going down the freeway, start looking around at other people. Figure out what are they paying attention to, what are they not paying attention to. How many people are walking down the street on a phone, texting or looking at pictures, or they're talking on a cell phone, but they're actually staring at the ground? How many of them are standing on that street corner waiting to cross the street when that light turns green, hoping that they notice everybody else starts moving and they're just staring down at their phone? What about the people that are completely engrossed in a movie or in a sporting event or a concert or a fair outside? How many people are walking by them at the carnival that they're not paying attention to? They're not seeing what's around them. Are they standing in such a way that it would be easy for any of those people to attack them or to pick their pocket? Are they really paying attention to their kid? Did that guy notice his daughter ran over here a few feet away and then he freaks out for a second because he doesn't know where his kid is because he wasn't situational aware? What about in the grocery store? Watch the people in the grocery store at the gas station. What are they really paying attention to? This guy's pumping his gas. He's standing this way, filling up his tank. Person walks by him or his vehicle this way. Here's what they could have done. They could have opened the car to his vehicle. They could have attacked him. And it doesn't always have to be negative, but start looking for things that other people are doing that you would just realize through a scenario that's probably not the best plan or they're not paying attention. You will naturally pick enough of that up over time. You will start thinking about it consciously yourself and making those changes in your own life and it will help you start paying attention to things. Maybe there's five or six guys that walk past that guy pumping gas. What is it about those five or six guys? Does anything stand out about them? It doesn't have to be their appearance. It could be their behavior. It could be their physical condition. Something about them stands out. What do you notice? And of the things that you're noticing, what really matters? Is everybody in this area overweight and this person's extremely in shape and attractive? Sure, that stands out. It's noticeable, but does that matter? What about the way people are acting and dressed? One person looks like they could be intoxicated or acting in a bad way to where they possibly could be a threat. That's something you do want to pay attention to. So you will learn naturally what things you should really pay attention to, which things probably don't matter that much. And you're going to do it by observing other people. 
The other thing this does for you, instead of just picking up some situational awareness tricks, you're also actively trying to observe people. You're looking at them, you're watching them, you're looking at their body language, watching their eye movements, where are they hands, how are these people behaving, how do they interact with each other. Those are the things we're looking for. And then you start figuring out the things that stand out. That way, when you're on your own and things start coming naturally to you and you start paying attention, you won't just notice something or make a minor change. Eventually, you'll be able to do what you're doing and actively pay attention to the things around you. Now, here's the thing. Does that mean it's going to happen all the time? Absolutely not. Because think about this. 6 and 24. Let's go back to pumping gas. No matter what you're doing, unless you're cleaning your windows, that pump in your gas tank or the handle from the pump, somewhere within 6 to 24 inches, especially if you have to hold it the whole time. You're not really paying attention to it when you're spending all this time consciously looking around at things, putting all your proactive time in that. You still have to pay attention to that pump. Does it mean you have your sole attention on there 100% of the time? No, because you're looking at other things in the same way that if somebody's only paying attention to putting gas in their car and nothing else, maybe they pick on something around them, but they probably won't. Because the thing is, where is your focus? And your focus has to be somewhere, sometimes for good reasons. That guy in the machine shop, his focus needs to be on those machines that are doing things and working in that welder while he's working with the metal so that he can do his job and nobody gets hurt. He needs to have his focus in that 6 to 24 inch range. Whereas as other times, people don't. Let's say you're teaching a class or preaching, anything that requires you to be up in front of people and you have some materials, you have a book, you have slides, PowerPoint, you know, you've got note cards, whatever you got. One thing that's really noticeable about those situations is when you're paying attention mostly to what's within 6 and 24, like your note cards, when people first learn how to do that. They're not paying attention to things outside the 24 inches as much as they should be like the people in their room. Therefore, the people in the room notice that they're not as engaged. They don't look like they're as good at this. Maybe they're providing great information, but the way in which they're doing it, their focus isn't on that audience of customers that's there to hear what they have to say. So in that situation, you have to learn how to kind of project outwards and pay more attention to things beyond 24 inches. Whereas that welder needs to spend most of his time in 24 inches. The point is, the idea that you can pay attention to everything all the time is ludicrous. The idea that it has to be about threats is incomplete. Threats are important to look for. Things that could be danger, safety issues, all that kind of stuff. But that's not the only reason we're doing it. There's a lot of things you miss in this world because of situational awareness, and that's okay. Some things need to be missed sometimes. But what are you really looking for? What are you really paying attention to? And to answer that question, look at other people. Look at other people in similar situations to you in everyday life. That's why I bring up common ones like pumping gas, going to the grocery store, going to the movie theater. You know what happens when you're sitting at home, you're with the wife, you're watching that favorite TV show, you know, it's not on too loud. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's way too quiet in the house. Subconsciously, your situational awareness picked up that it's way too quiet. Maybe the kids are doing something. Or maybe nobody's there and it's just you and that girl, but you're so engrossed in that movie, you don't hear other things that might be going on around you. There's times where I'm doing stuff, like even right now, if I'm recording right now, I'm sitting in front of my computer talking on the microphone. It sits pretty much the same way, pretty close to it as when I do a live show. I'm actually looking at GarageBand and checking where everything's recording while I'm doing this, and that's my focus. Even with my headphones on, because I keep the window open when it's nicer weather, I can hear a bird chirping outside, you might hear. But to my periphery in the hallway, if my dog wants me, which if I do a show, a recording more in about 10 or 15 minutes, she'll eventually come in here. 
If she comes in and walks by me, even though she's outside of 24 inches, for some reason I always notice that, and I think it's my periphery is picking up the motion. But if she just comes in the hallway about eight feet from me and sits down and stares at me, it's usually a message of something she wants. I'm so involved in what I'm doing right now, I don't notice it. And if I find myself sitting on my couch, whether the TV's on or not, and I'm doing something on my iPad, say I'm scheduling posts for social media, or I'm sending emails, or I'm doing whatever, she comes right in near the edge of the couch and sits down. And if it takes too long, she'll inch forward a little bit. And sometimes she starts whining because I don't notice her because I'm not that situation aware. Now, is that okay because I'm in the safety of my own home? No, I think it's a mistake to think that you have a safe space that you should pay less attention to because you feel more comfortable there. Because the reason you feel more comfortable there is because you own it, it's yours, and you're there most of the time. You still got to be situationally aware. Think about when you're sleeping. I counted my dog to be situationally aware when I'm sleeping. When I'm sleeping, I'm not that situationally aware because I'm completely unconscious. So it can be difficult, but this is why one of the things we want to do to practice on this, because it was about a year ago, I did the first situational awareness. It's episode zero one in season one. It was a second recording. It was called situational awareness, how to predict the future. It was things you can do for yourself and other people to kind of predict what's going to happen. And that's what situation awareness is about. Situational awareness isn't about just seeing what's going on. It's predicting the events that are come. So what happens when you're at that stoplight, you look over, you see three people, kids on their phones, staring down them at the edge of the curb where big cars are coming up and the light turns green, but there's no sound. All they're waiting for is other people to move. They've trained themselves to believe that when other people start moving, it's safe for them to move. So what happens when one person slips and one foot goes forward and they catch themselves because they're paying attention and this person starts to walk and then they get hit by a car? I'm sure that's probably happened. Will it happen all the time? No. But if you see that, you realize those situations. That person is not aware. They're not paying attention. And that's a situation on a street corner. Big cars, you probably should pay attention. Whereas that person in the machine shop, they can't pay attention as much because they need to pay attention to those things within 6 and 24 inches. The other thing about situational awareness is this speaks to the point. One of the things we talk about, the whole gray man concept of blending in, hiding in plain sight, blending into your environment. First of all, I always tell you that 5% of that's your appearance, only 5%. 95% of the entire gray man concept or gray man theory has nothing to do with how you look. Because the way you look while you're moving through society every day is only good for a few seconds. Why? Because most people are only paying attention to things within 6 and 24 inches. And if you even loosely look something like and behave something like while walking or moving from your car to your grocery store like anybody else, and most people aren't paying attention anyway, you walk by it just fine. Those that are on social media, I showed you examples. Not even telling you it was necessary situation awareness, but doing exercises. The first video sometime last year was all these kids. I think they were playing with a basketball or something. They're passing it around, and they're one team's in one color, one team's in the other, something like that. And they say, pay attention to this. Count how many times this person passes the wall, and you do that. And then when they go back, they say, oh, did you see the bear dancing? And then they show you somebody came and danced through in a bear costume. And then you go in the video, you scroll back because you're like, that didn't happen. You scroll back to where what you were paying attention to. And there it is, the person in the bear costume. A person in a bear costume, when you were choosing to focus on something outside of 6 to 24 inches, you were focusing so much on what they told you to look at, you didn't see the guy in the bear costume. And most people don't ever see him. And that's because it's to prove that no matter how much you think you're paying attention, there's things that you're going to miss. You have a focus somewhere all the time, even subconsciously. You can't pick up on all of it, and that's the important thing to understand about situational awareness. You're going to miss things, but at the same time, this is why the appearance matters, but it's only 5%. 
most of your behavior, most of the interactions you have with people have nothing to do with how you look. When you walk up through that checkout line and you talk to that person and there's other people in line, they probably do see what you're wearing, but if it doesn't stand out, they don't pay attention to it that much. Even if they see what's going on, they hear your conversations. Simple common phrases and things you're saying to the checkout person and the bagger, and maybe you talk, maybe you're a little more friendly than that for whatever reason. Maybe you're doing it because the person before him was a little friendly. That other person next to you, they can hear the conversation. The other checkout person on the next side of you, they can probably hear that conversation too if nobody's there. Plenty of people are paying attention. How you behave and act in those situations is more about what makes you blend in and makes you unmemorable than your appearance. This is why if you think about car wrecks, car accidents, shooting, all these bad things we see on TV, cops get involved in, or maybe you were there before, people ask for a physical description. No matter what they think and how positive they are, they're often very, very wrong in their physical descriptions. But as much as our eyes lie to us, what happens? Even though you get somewhat of a different description of the conversation that was happening, typically there's enough information there with enough witnesses about verbal descriptions of what happened based on here's what they said. It's usually a lot closer than their physical description. It's because we tend to remember that better. We tend to pay more attention to that. Why? Because we eavesdrop on people. We tend to pay more attention to other people's stuff than we do to our own. Think about things like Twitter, what's going on right now. Everybody gets burned and canceled because of things like Twitter is because of what comes out of their mouth, even though they're putting in it writing, than what they're wearing on there. Those are the things we remember. Most people think about what people say. That's what bothers them or impresses them more than what they're wearing, unless what they're wearing really stands out. So this is why it's important. The thing about situational awareness is going to help you learn what are these other people doing? What are they not paying attention to? Naturally, you'll start to pick up on that and say, oh, am I doing that myself? Or you'll just be at the gas pump and you'll pick up on it. You'll start paying attention to the people around them. You'll start putting more time and effort Even subconsciously, looking at people's body language and behavior, you'll start realizing things about the way they act. You'll start making conscious decisions about, I'm standing here at the checkout line. Oh, I really am paying more attention to what they say. I didn't think about what they wear. When's the last time you looked at people's shoes? Always talked about people's shoes. Biggest way to catch somebody that made a quick change of skies is to see if their shoes match. But most people don't look at anybody's shoes. Name five types of shoes and give good descriptions that somebody was wearing the last time you were in the grocery store, which could be really important if you're leaving the grocery store now, or even better if you're on the way to the grocery store while you're listening to this, start looking at people's feet. There are things we don't pay attention to that could tell us a lot about somebody. And that's what's important about situational awareness. The next thing is, aside from all of those fun facts, we'll start realizing and accepting there are times that there are things we have to consciously put effort inside of 6 and 24 for safety reasons usually, but for other reasons we need to pay attention to. Also, we need to take breaks. We need to have leisure time. Sometimes we just need to take that bath and wander off in our thoughts or read a book or play a video game or watch a movie, whatever it is, something that's within 6 and 24, your body and your brain needs that break. So you're not paying attention to other things. You're relying on other people to do it. Or you're in a place where you feel safe enough to do so. But you can't have it on all the time. It will burn you out. It's not possible. People just don't do that. There are people that pick up on more things. People that tend to pick up on more things more often tend to come with a career field where situational awareness is more important. They tend to be people like law enforcement. There are some people in the military like that, but they don't actually get any training on it. The only ones that ever do usually leave, usually work somewhere high up in SOCOM and might have got a job with an intelligence agency, private or public. But even then, they don't get a lot of training on it. Guys in the espionage world, certain ones that go and do casework, yeah, they get a lot of training on it, but depending on their assignment, it doesn't mean they're paying attention 
all the time. Not to mention that a lot of time when they're initially doing it, it's only because they're traveling from, okay, here's where I'm living in this foreign country. They pay attention when they travel and go to work. They pay attention when they're walking, biking, riding, whatever, to go to the grocery store. They pay attention a little bit around there more than the average person does. But if they're not a deep undercover person, they're probably not paying attention as much as they could based on their training. But it's a mistake to think that, like anything, we've got this down pat. I have to practice it all the time. If I didn't actively, consciously try to practice this, I would have nowhere near the abilities I have now. And I know for a fact, I freely admit it, I don't have the skills and abilities that I did 10 years ago. So to recap, the big things are to remember are about situational awareness. You can't pay attention to everything all the time. Most people, most of the time, are only paying attention to what's going on with between 6 and 24 inches of their physical person. And a lot of times, that's not a bad thing. Whether you're doing that or not doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Because people are doing that, it's easy to have a bear costume, go through the middle of a basketball game and go unnoticed. Meaning, why we say, people that do this for a living, your physical appearance matters. It is important, especially when you're just moving through society, but it's only about 5% of it. In the world of espionage, if you're going to meet somebody, some sort of meeting, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's debriefing, sources, assets, interrogation, meeting the boss, Yes, you may have to put a little more thought into your appearance. Yes, maybe your appearance pays attention a little more. Yes, I dressed differently while in the military when I went and did a teleconference with anybody who worked in the Army G2. I sat for the Pentagon or made sure everything was a little prettier than I did in everyday life because those things mattered to those people. But even then, I wouldn't say it covered more than 10 or 15%, maybe 20 in extreme situation of everything about my behavior made me blend in and be unmemorable if that's what I needed. Situational awareness will teach us a lot about ourselves. We start looking for people, see what they're not paying attention to, start thinking about behaviors, start looking at those other things, realize that just like shopping in stores on their shelves, that you can find better deals in better places, whether they're high or low, and there's a certain range of shelving they tend to sell most products from that they don't have the best deals on. You know why that is? It's because of what we pay attention to naturally as people. The way things are set up in stores aren't because they manipulated us to do that. They're in response to what we naturally do. This is why I said, how many people were in what kind of shoe or whatever I said when you were going through the grocery store or when you're at church? It's because we don't pay attention to those things. We don't pay attention much beyond knees and below. Those are things that are natural that we have to overcome for situational awareness. So try a few of these things out. Put some exercises in place. Go back and listen to episode one in season one, zero one. It's the second recording. The first one is just zero zero, the intro called Situational Awareness, How to Protect the Future, How to Predict the Future. Go back, listen to that. Also try some of those exercises. You'll be able to take some of those listening exercises when you're in the restaurant, when you're paying attention to people's shoes, when you're seeing how they behave. Yes, you'll get physical descriptions. You'll realize too that if you start looking at people, you'll start picking up more about the physical descriptions on things like their face their hands, their hair, than you will about their clothing, which will actually become better for you because if you ever had to give a description to somebody, it's great if you can say, I think their skin tone was this, maybe their hair was this color, and here's exactly what they're wearing, but they can change what they're wearing. But you learn enough about their face, a sketch artist can take a bad description, come with the right person. So imagine what you can do if you totally remember what they look like. So try these things out. Let me know and leave a comment about which ones have worked for you and what other questions you have. And then sometime in the future, we'll do another one on situational awareness. Don't forget to check the show notes for information about this show, as well as our other social media platforms, wherever you're listening to this on. 
And for those that are only listening to it this week, upcoming this Sunday, you can go to Gray Man Concepts on YouTube. You can also see it's already posted on all of our social media as well as on our Intel training page this Sunday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to have another Gray Man Live Q&A show focusing on Gray Man versus Tactical being our main subject. I've already got some things I'm going to talk about there, and I've already got questions coming in that I'm going to answer. I'm just giving those shows a focus, saying... If you're showing up and you want to ask some questions, let's keep them in this area. But I am answering any questions along the gray man thing. So I already have some lined up, especially from the Intel training page that I'm going to be answering some of what's due crossover into the gray man versus tactical situation. We have a really great question. I'm preparing a pretty detailed answer for that has to do with communicating with other people when you don't want to be found out, which is going to lead into a show I'm probably going to do on some basic cipher text and coding messages. So thanks for listening. We'll be back for you here again soon right here on Gray Man, Hiding in Plain Sight.